Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. How Montgomery County school officials are reacting to the Friday night football game fighting. I'm Sandy Kozell. One of the newest moves to slow down the speeders. I'm Dick Uliano. A Montgomery County official remains under scrutiny for the well-stocked liquor cabinet in his office. How one county in our area is helping seniors get around. I'm Alicia Abelson. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. The threat of flooding in Puerto Rico and flooding happening now in a remote part of Alaska top our weather news, starting with Tropical Storm Fiona. I expect it to be a hurricane by the time it hits the U.S. territory. What can Puerto Rico expect? CBS's David Parkinson. You are likely to see flash flooding in some of those rural communities. You are likely to see bridges washed out because torrents of water will be coming down hillsides when you have two feet of rain falling from the sky in a span of about 24 to 36 hours. Parts of western Alaska around Nome are already dealing with flooding from what is left of a typhoon in the North Pacific. Many of the communities out there, the homes are actually built on stilts uh, in case the water does come up. Uh, unfortunately, they're not built on uh, stilts that are quite high enough to keep them from these levels. Scott Berg with the Weather Service. Developing story, early magnitude reports vary a bit, but there has been a very strong earthquake near Taiwan a short time ago, strong enough to be felt on mainland China, strong enough to trigger tsunami warnings for both Taiwan and parts of Japan. Also early reports of some damage. As Britain prepares to bury its monarch of 70 years on Monday, correspondent Scott McFarlane looks back at memories she left in the U.S. Queen Elizabeth met with 13 U.S presidents during a reign that began during the Truman administration. But during her state visit to Washington in 1991, it was this moment that's still being discussed. Side by side with then First Lady Barbara Bush during a visit to a Southeast Washington, D.C. housing project that had been struggling with drug violence. She forgot everything. When she met the late Alice Frazier, who broke the royal protocol and hugged the queen, who smiled and appeared to welcome the embrace. Now to Ukraine. Correspondent Deborah Pata covering discoveries after that recent counteroffensive that ended with the recovery of a large chunk of land from Russia. Investigators led by Kharkiv's chief war crimes prosecutor, Oleksandr Ilyenkov, are exhuming the bodies. Some bear the signs of torture. We found bodies with rope around their neck and hands, he told us. Back here, the symbolic fight between some Republican governors and areas run by Democrats continued in the nation's capital where... The bus from Texas dropped off migrants in Vice President Harris' neighborhood in Washington, D.C. About 50 migrants, a lot of children. And the governors of Texas and Florida say they're willing to use taxpayer funds for these buses and even flights. Texas has already spent $12 million in transportation costs. CBS News correspondent Michael George in New York City. This is CBS News.
Dell's semi-annual sale has arrived. Save big on PCs with Windows 11 Pro. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Call 877-ASK-DELL. 403, Sunday morning, September 18th, 2022. 64 in the nation's capital. A beautiful day ahead. Warmer with highs into the mid-80s. Good morning, I'm Ian Crawford. The top local stories you're following this hour. Another busload of migrants dropped off Saturday without warning outside Vice President Kamala Harris's official residence at Observatory Circle in Northwest D.C. Three more buses also arrived in New York City. These all from Texas. Texas continues to pressure sanctuary cities amid a surge of migrants across the southern border. The D.C. bus had about 50 people, mostly from Venezuela, including a one-month-old baby. Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick tells Fox News that his state will continue sending the migrants north. This is a financial burden on us, but most importantly, uh, it's it's an invasion of our state. I, yeah. I, I mean, I've said it for a long time. I'm not shy about the word, but we have to do this the right way. The vice president says the actions by the southern governors represents a dereliction of duty. Football operations at two Montgomery High Montgomery County High Schools, Northwest and Gaithersburg, are suspended indefinitely after Friday night fights both on and off the field. That's what some of it sounded like at Gaithersburg High School. More from WTOP's Sandy Cozell. Montgomery County Public Schools issued a statement saying it strongly condemns the abhorrent and unacceptable behavior. The football programs at both schools have been temporarily suspended. Gaithersburg police will lead the investigation as to what caused the fight. Officials called the game off with 1:15 remaining in the third quarter with Northwest leading Gaithersburg 14-0. The school district says it is swiftly moving to develop and implement enhanced measures for safety at any athletic event. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. It's 405. Throughout the region, speed limits are being reduced on some roads. WTOP's Dick Juliano reports Arlington County is the latest to act. The Arlington County Board has voted unanimously to cut the speed limit from 30 to 25 miles per hour on Fairfax Drive from Arlington Boulevard to North Barton Street and from 30 to 25 on 5th Road South between South Carlin Springs Road and the Fairfax County line. Arlington County Board Chair Katie Crystal. Those are areas where our analysis uh, and particularly our Vision Zero lens suggests to us that there are opportunities for decreased speed to help reduce conflicts and accidents. Next month, the Arlington Arlington Board is expected to vote to cut the speed limits on parts of several other major and minor roads, including Washington Boulevard and Columbia Pike. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. The Montgomery County Council is getting involved in the controversy surrounding the planning board chair Casey Anderson, who admits keeping dozens of bottles of alcohol in his office. Anderson says he kept a well-stocked bar in his office, drank with colleagues, and that he was aware that the Planning Commission generally prohibits alcohol in the workplace. An investigation has found that the drinking typically took place after work hours. Maryland Matters reports that Anderson put out a statement saying, in part, that he should not have done the drinking in the commission's office building even after work. I take full responsibility, Anderson said in a statement. I have removed the alcohol and I apologize, quote, unquote. Council President Gabe Albernose tells Maryland Matters he's very concerned about the revelations and that the council will start its own inquiry into the matter. Montgomery Council, Montgomery County, I should say, is launching an online tool in an effort to help older residents get around town. In two simple steps, you could get matched with a volunteer who can take you to where you need to be. 
First, you enter an address in Montgomery County, including the zip code, and then you click a button that says show detailed information. And the tool pulls up the websites of organizations that provide volunteer rides in that area. The tool can be used with a screen reader for people who are vision impaired, and it includes the option of a map view. Alicia Abelson, WTOP News. Just after traffic and weather, her name is Hazel, and she's going underground in Alexandria. Way underground. We'll explain next. It's 407. Serta Pro commercial painters have powers beyond those of ordinary painters. The power of minimal disruption. We work with you to ensure a smooth project. The power of making you look good. Making sure it's done right, on time and within budget, so every property manager looks like a hero. That's Serta Pro painters. The power of pro. Get your project started at SertaPro.com. Each Serta Pro painter's business is independently owned and operated. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's 4.08. Slow or clogged trains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks. And we start in the WTOP Traffic Center with Carlos Ramirez. Thanks, Ian. Got a few new incidents here for you. We'll start off on the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway, making your way from Virginia into Maryland across the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. The accident scene is in the through lanes Along the left-hand side of the roadway, according to the listener, you've got multiple lanes blocked on the left-hand side. You only get by the incident along the far right shoulder. Once you get off of the Wilson Bridge, you should be just fine. You should have all lanes available to you there. Continuing on the outer loop, as you head just past Route 50, sounds like the accident scene that was there before Annapolis Road has been moved over to the shoulder. Just proceed with caution there. As you head northbound on I-270, the accident scene happened just after the ramp from the 270 spur headed towards Montrose Road. Sounds like multiple lanes are blocked along the left-hand side of the roadway, causing a bit of a delay almost as far back as the 270 spur itself. Down in Virginia, for the most part, the work crews have cleared up on 66. There's still a few uh, leftover trucks picking up some cones there on the westbound side of 66 near the Beltway. Just give them a little extra room. Just trying to get uh, wrapped up here. Eastbound side of 66, past 123. Same story. They're lined up there along the far right-hand side. Doesn't seem like they're blocking any lanes, but they may crowd that right lane just a little bit. I-95 northbound looks good from the Fredericksburg area through Stafford, Woodbridge, all the way to the Springfield Interchange and no issues to report on 395 as you, get, as you continue across the 14th Street Bridge. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. Fitzway used cars best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Carlos Ramirez, WTOB Traffic. Storm Team 4, Samara Theodore, for whatever you've got planned for today, here's your forecast. Highs in the mid to upper 80s this afternoon. Plenty of sunshine awaits for your Sunday. Tonight, we're dry and we're quiet and we're clear. With temperatures down to the mid to upper 60s. By Monday, mostly sunny again with highs in the upper 80s. Tuesday, mid to upper 80s with sunny skies. And Wednesday, where blue skies and sunshine, we're going to crank it up to the low 90s. By Thursday, we're in the mid 80s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. A lovely, nice, cool start to your Sunday morning. It is 66 in Oxon Hill, 61 in Sterling along the waterfront. It is 66 at the wharf in D.C. And it's all brought to you by Long Fence. 
Save 15% on long fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 411. A major construction project will be ramping up in Alexandria next month. Most people won't even notice that it's going on because it'll be happening below ground. 12 stories below ground. A massive two-mile-long tunnel will stretch from the city's wastewater treatment center to Pendleton Street. The tunnel boring machine called Hazel will head east under South Royal Street and then head north under the Potomac River. Justin Carl is the program manager. She's essentially like an underground factory. She eats ground and extrudes a tunnel behind her. The city has an outdated combined sewer system, meaning human sewage is combined with stormwater and all sent to the treatment center. When it rains heavily, it can cause issues. About 140 million gallons of combined sewer overflows occur uh, each year in Alexandria. The new tunnel should eliminate that issue and boring will go almost completely unnoticed. Our criteria for movement at the surface is about the thickness of two nickels. Most of the time when we build these types of tunnels, rarely see any movement. Luke Luger, WTOP News. An Arlington, st- an Arlington teen, I should say, stabbed while on a nighttime run in Arlington last month is telling his story in hopes that it won't happen to anyone else. Max is a 17-year-old Arlington native. He was running near the Curtis Trail by Washington Boulevard and I-66, and he tells our news partners at NBC4 about that night. This guy from the other way crosses over, and he just looks at me with this, like, just had this this kind of crazy look on his face, and then he just stuck me with a knife. That attack put Max in ICU for two days. Now, he and his dad are putting up flyers around the trail to warn other people. The attacker hasn't been found yet, but police are checking nearby security cameras in hopes of finding a suspect. It's 413, an update to a story that we've been following on WTOP. Another puppy recently stolen in our area has been found. The Humane Rescue Alliance says the family came forward and returned the puppy's name's Link, after they bought him not knowing that he'd been stolen. HRA will work with the family to return Link. The family also got a reward for coming forward. The Alliance says they hope that the four other puppies that are still missing will be found soon. They are asking anyone with information to contact them. Just ahead on WTOP, UMD under the lights for college football on Saturday night. And the Commanders hit the road for Detroit as underdogs. Frank Hanrahan with all the details in sports next. It's 413. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital. Building campaigns that connect. It's 414. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. 
Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 415, the update from Frank Hanrahan. Maryland football moves to 3-0, 34-27 victory over SMU. Back and forth, but some big defensive stops by Maryland's defense. Leads the Terps to the victory as they get the win over SMU. Virginia holds off Old Dominion 16-14. Field goal at the buzzer was the winner. Virginia Tech knocks off Wofford 27-7. Howard 31-zip win over Morehouse. Georgetown falls to Monmouth 45-6. Baseball, it was the uh, solo homer show for the Nationals. Lane Thomas, Luke Voigt, Victor Robles, Alex Call all going deep. Nats beat the Marlins 5-3. Nationals won a game without hitting a single for only the fifth time in their history. Orioles lose at Toronto 6-3. NWSL Spirit, Blank and Gotham FC, two-zip at Audi Field. Commanders in action Sunday. A chance to go to 2-0 for the first time in several years. Visiting Detroit, 1 o'clock kickoff from Motown. Again, Maryland improves to 3-0, knocks off SMU. Frank Han ran WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following this morning on WTOP. Another busload of migrants has dropped off Saturday morning without warning outside Vice President Kamala Harris's official residence in Northwest D.C. Three busloads were taken to New York as well. Texas officials say the buses and the drop-offs will continue. The Vice President calling their actions a dereliction of duty. President Biden is in London this morning ahead of tomorrow's safe funeral for Queen Elizabeth. Meanwhile, the miles-long stream of mourners continues to file past the late monarch's coffin at Westminster Hall on a chilly morning in the British capital. Ukrainian authorities say some bodies unearthed in those mass graves near Izium showed signs of torture. Meanwhile, Russia's president tells a summit meeting in Uzbekistan that his forces will continue to press the fight in Ukraine. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 417. A Fairfax County panel recommends new names for portions of U.S. 29 and U.S. 50. A long-awaited move in the renaming process for two Fairfax County highways got the green light on Tuesday, with the Board of Supervisors voting 9-1 to move forward with the renaming of Lee Highway as Route 29 and Lee Jackson Highway as Route 50. The recommendation now heads to the Commonwealth Transportation Board. Supervisor Pat Harity was the only board member who voted against the recommendation. This is a, a really big issue in our community, and why are we spending money on something that's not a big issue for our community. Chairman Jeff McKay disagreed with his statement, and instead he says, if approved by the Transportation Board... It points that, you know, Fairfax County is a much more inclusive community. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. It's 418 on Sunday morning. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Right back to Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Ian, and as always, thanks so much to the listeners for letting us know exactly what's going out on the roads right now. The outer loop of the Beltway, here are the details. As you make your approach towards Route 50, sounds like a vehicle did overturn along the right-hand side of the roadway with a response blocking uh, two right lanes. It's going to be just as you make your way past the exit from Martin Luther King Jr. Highway just before getting towards 50. Not to worry, no ramps are blocked. Just watch out for the response. Stay to the far left-hand side. Thankfully, traffic is still just light enough that it's not causing that many delays. 
Also on the outer loop of the Beltway across the Wilson Bridge, looks like this incident is in the clearing stages. Previously, you only had a single right shoulder getting by. As of now, it looks like you should have both lanes open, again, on the through lanes of the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. You may still find some crash activity, some response over on the shoulder. Just be extra careful around them. If you're headed on the northbound side of I-270, the listener says that at least three lanes are blocked on your approach towards Montrose Road. Delays are building back towards the 270 spur, so just watch out for that. Stay to the far right. Try not to slow down too much uh, as you make your way past the incident. Southbound side of the GW Parkway, I'm seeing a delay just past 123. Likely an incident. Do proceed with caution through that area. Again, southbound side of the GW Parkway, just past 123. If you happen to see an incident or an accident scene that we are not reporting, remember one 304 wt TLP is a traffic tip line. Down in Virginia, 66, the work crews are just about cleared up, but you may still find, you will still find them along the right-hand side on the eastbound side of 66, headed just past 123. Looking at them in camera now, they are picking up the cones. Just give them uh, plenty of room. I'm seeing at least two folks out there walking around. Watch out for uh, our friends in orange there. Northbound 95 looks great from the, Spring, uh, from the Springfield interchange all the way down towards uh, the Fredericksburg area and vice versa. 395 looks good as well. No issues to report as you can continue northbound towards the 14th Street Bridge. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, Samara Theater with a forecast showing summer going out on a real hot streak. Well, if you liked yesterday, you're going to love today. Temperatures are rising into the mid to upper 80s this afternoon. Plenty of sunshine awaits you for your Sunday. Sunday night, tonight we are clear, we're quiet, cool, comfortable with temperatures down into the upper 60s. Tomorrow, more of the same. Plenty of sunshine, but we're going to crank it up a notch. Highs will be around 89 degrees. For your Monday night, we're partly cloudy with temperatures down into the low 70s and upper 60s. Tuesday, we do it all over again with highs in the mid to upper 80s. Plenty of sunshine for your Tuesday, and the sunshine remains in full effect through the end of the week. Wednesday, we are sunny. Wednesday, temperatures could actually near 90 degrees. So get ready for temperatures in the low 90s just before the fall equinox. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. It is gorgeous out. 66 in Tyson's, 67 in Crofton. Downtown it is 66 at Lanfont Plaza. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. Ahead on WTOP, restaurants banking on digital-based sales to keep going. It's 421. Hey, ladies, ready to order appetizers? I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cash back from Upside, I haven't had to cut back. Even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I'd get 37% cash back on this meal including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on Upside. Oh no, I've created a monster. Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code APPS for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code APPS. For an extra $10 in your first purchase, don't cut back, get cash back with the free app from Upside. It's 422. If you have equity in your home, let Cap Center put it to work with a cash out refinance. With competitive interest rates and a cap on closing costs, a cash out refi with Cap Center gives you more to work with. 
I'm a local business owner, so I understand the value of teamwork and communication. The Cap Center process is smoother than any I've experienced, and with the money for my cash-out refi, I was able to remodel my kitchen. Get more with a Cap Center cash-out refinance. Believe it. Eagle Housing Lender. Restrictions apply. Visit capcenter.com for details. NMLS ID number 67717. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 423, and a draft plan to implement a 10-year education reform plan in Maryland is due out next month. Maryland Matters reports the blueprint for Maryland's Future Accountability and Implementation Board will continue to hold work sessions with feedback from stakeholders. The draft reform plan focuses on five key subject areas, ranging from early childhood education to improving college readiness and diversifying the teaching workforce. Implementation was approved by the state by state lawmakers last year. Prince George's County Public Schools could do a better job of maintaining its school buildings. That the findings of a new report. Here's WTOP's Michelle Bash. About 20% of the schools in each Maryland school district were examined in fiscal year 2022 to see if they were being effectively maintained for education and to ensure the buildings last as long as expected. The report by the Maryland Interagency Commission on School Construction gave almost all Maryland school systems in the D.C. metro area an overall rating of adequate. But Prince George's County Public Schools was the exception, with an overall rating of not adequate. One county school, John Hanson Montessori in Oxon Hill, received the lowest possible rating of poor. Read more at WTOP.com. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. Meanwhile, the Prince George's County School Board has rescinded a vote this past week that would have unseated four board members. The action follows an investigation by the Maryland State Inspector General, which found that the ethics reports the board used for the vote contained inaccurate information. Last year, the school's, uh, the board's ethics panel, I should say, had issued reports accusing seven board members of various offenses and recommended that six of them be removed. The Washington Post reports that some members targeted by the reports had already left the board by the time the state investigation was released last month. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP 425 with Gina Cervetti. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Restaurant customers shut out of dining rooms during the pandemic became accustomed to the grab-and-go, which shows no signs of letting up. If there was any doubt as to the sea change in digital dependence by eateries, give a listen to a Shake Shack executive speaking with Bloomberg TV recently. This is a company that had essentially hardly any digital sales prior to the pandemic. Katie Fogarty is the chief future officer with Shake Shack. And when the pandemic hit. We went full force on digital with the app, web, with third-party delivery. Um, and here we are now with, you know, 43% of our sales still coming from digital channels. Payments.com and Paytronics research found that in-house restaurant orders overall have bounced back, but most restaurants led by the quick service chains have become much more dependent on digital offerings versus pre-pandemic, generating a substantial share of revenues through digital. Starbucks plans to add 2,000 new U.S. locations in the next few years, including more drive through only and pickup-only stores. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Gina Cervetti on WTOP. Just ahead after traffic and weather as the long line 
flight of mourners continues to file past Queen Elizabeth's coffin. World leaders, including President Biden, arrive in London for tomorrow's state funeral. It's 426. DC Sports Huddle listeners, want to put your pro football picking skills to the test? Visit MGM National Harbor to play Beat the Book at any of our BetMGM kiosks. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, Confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.